welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev. Today's call, we're going to continue teaching seven things to do when you're broke. If you're broke, you have no money or tapped out, barely making ends meet or feel like you're never getting ahead, then this teaching is for you. But before going any further, let's define the word broke, which according to dictionary.com means without money, penniless. Remember, if you're not where if it's it's not where you're at, that's where you're going. And that's why we felt that to write seven things to do when you're broke. We're gonna do a brief review before we finish. Number one, look for help in the right place. Look for help in the right place. When you're so broke you can't pick up all the pieces, who do you turn to? Matthew 11, 28, 11, 28, classic amplified. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Mm. Hallelujah. Who should come to him? All who labor. Greek word for labor is Strong's G2872. G2872, and it means weary, tired, and exhausted. Worrying about money can definitely leave you weary, tired, and exhausted. Remember, though, the scripture says, I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Child of God, if you're looking for solutions to your money problem, look in the right place to the one who can deliver you from every financial 911 that you're facing. Mm. Number two, stop playing the blame game. The most dangerous game a person can play is the blame game because nobody wins and everybody loses. So true. And you don't solve the problem. You know, if we let go of another person's mistakes or errors in judgment, faults, we've done, well, a godly thing. I'm not saying the problem shouldn't be discussed and taken care of, but harping on it can really cause a lot of opportunities and problems. Um, it, In fact, it will diminish the wisdom and effectiveness you have in that person's life. Proverbs 17.9, 17.9, contemporary English version says, you will keep your friends if you forgive them, but you will lose friends if you keep talking about what they did wrong. Wow. Number three, figure out why you don't have any money. After spending money you don't have to compensate for stress in some area of your life, such as a hurting marriage, troubled or chronically ill children or family members or a difficult work situation. Were you laid off? If so, why? Was it something you did or didn't do? Was it something you didn't know how to do? Do you need a different skill set? Number four. Number four, start doing something regardless of what it is. Every moment you spend talking about how broke you are is a moment you are not doing something positive about changing your economic environment. So the point is to start looking for solutions and getting them situated. All right. Now, we can, well, one of the best things you can do is ask God what he would suggest you to do 
and think beyond your imagination. So let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Number five. What you can live without. Determine what you can live without. Have you ever tracked your money to see where it's going? For over 20 years. We taught people to get a spiraling notebook and for 31 days to track where they're spending every single penny of their money. Now, technology has made that easier. You have an iPhone or you can download the free app, Easy Spending Expense Tracker. If you have an Android phone, download the free app, Expense Tracker. Assign a category to each entry, such as eating out. If you're married, both spouses should be a part of this process. You see, you know where the big money goes, but you'll be amazed where the small money goes. That's true. Once you do your expense tracking, you can determine where to stop or reduce the amount of money you're spending until you can get on your feet financially. Several suggestions. Cable TV, gone. Eating out, gone. Newspaper, magazine subscriptions, gone. Generic brands, in. Macy's, even Walmart, off limits. Dollar General, only with a wish. A list. Uh, a list. <laughs> a wish. Generic brands in. Ask yourself what you can sell, swap, trade, rent, downsize, or do without. Mm. Number six, if you're in a hole, stop digging. Mark Twain was both humorous and wise when he said, if you're in a hole, stop digging. Proverbs 21.20, 21.20 Living Bible says, the wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. Why do so many people, I mean born-again people, have trouble controlling their spending? Well, it's called discipline, really. Compulsive spending is a common substitute for temporary happiness. Due to pressures at home, generally financial in nature, or conflicts, maybe on the job, or many people spend more spend money as a diversion to make themselves feel better. But I can tell you this, spending money you don't have to bring a momentary high is not is really going to give you a financial hangover. That's right. And I mean one that could last for years. Spending money you don't have will not erase the pain of being lonely or being rejected or having problems. Only trusting God in his word is going to bring the necessary changes for that kind of peace and well-being. Still others spend money because they put themselves in the way of temptation. Mm. And Jesus was continually warning his disciples about temptation. Mark 14, 38, 14, 38 says, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Luke 22, 39, 22, 39 in the Message Bible says, Pray that you do not give in to temptation. Matthew 6.13 says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The enemy of your soul is a master at dangling seductive bait, hoping that you'll take it and bite and get hooked. So don't be foolish and give him the satisfaction of making you look stupid. But God has given us a guaranteed remedy to use every time. It's found in 1 Corinthians 10.13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, which says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, 
who will not suffer you to be tempted above, <clears throat> above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. When he, when you ask him for that, say, get me out of here, he'll do it. Yes, he will. Number seven, the one thing that guarantees a return. What do you do if you're broke, out of money, going through tough times? See what the Word of God says you should do. Genesis 26.1. 26.1, we learn there's a famine in the land. The next few verses reveal how everyone is heading out of town, going to Egypt. Isaac was going too, but God. But God said, stay, and he did. There's a powerful revelation in Genesis 26.12. 26.12 as to what Isaac did in the midst of famine. The verse says, Then Isaac sowed in that land, received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. When Isaac sowed in hard times, he received a hundredfold return, and the Lord blessed him. The devil will use fear and doubt to keep you from doing one the one thing that can turn your finances around. The devil will try to convince you that you don't have the money to give because times are tough. Kingdom giving, hear this, kingdom giving is the one and only thing that offers you a guaranteed return that will never fail. Ecclesiastes 11.1, 11.1 Message Bible. Be generous, invest in acts of charity. Charity yields high returns. Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6. 126, verse 5 and 6, Message Bible. So those who planted their crops in despair will shout hurrahs at the harvest. So they went off with heavy hearts. They'll come home laughing with armloads of blessings. Did you hear that? Armloads of blessings. What's the first thing you should do when you're broke? So, so. Pastor Doc Murphy from Longview, Texas, told me that he and his wife first came to the Dallas-Fort Worth area to start a church. They only had 28 cents in their checking account. Doc said they prayed and asked God what to do with it. He said, sow it to the debt-free army. And he did. Within three days, someone had unexpectedly given their ministry $1,000. When you're broke, do whatever's necessary. to get seed to sow. That's good. Join us tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yes. For Rich Thoughts TV, Ooh. Facebook Live, at Brother Harold, you'll be blessed and glad that you did. No doubt about it. And until tonight at 6 and every morning at 8.30, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. God bless you. Bye-bye.